No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Lord pronounces judgment on the nation of Edom because of her ancient hatred of Israel. But He pronounces blessings on the mountains of Israel for He will multiply men there. We are seeing this being fulfilled today. We hope you join us as Pastor Darrell continues in Ezekiel chapter 35 on Simply the Bible. We read in Ecclesiastes 7-8, The end of a thing is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. And one thing that we can say about the Lord and those who trust in the Lord is that the best is yet to come. We see this as we continue in Ezekiel chapter 35. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it and say to it, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O Mount Seir, I am against you. I will stretch out my hand against you and make you most desolate. I shall lay your cities waste and you shall be desolate. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Now, Mount Seir was southeast of the Dead Sea. It was the area where the Edomites lived. You will recall that the Edomites were descendants of Esau, and his other name, Edom, means red. And these people were at constant enmity against Israel and sought every opportunity to take advantage whenever Israel would be attacked they would attack also and so God said I am against you now also you recall that when the children of Israel came out of Egypt they came to Edom and God said don't go into Edom because I've given that to the descendants of Esau and so Moses said look we just like to pass through we won't take anything from you and they would not let them pass through the Edomites came out against Israel and wanted to make war against them so this had been a long-standing problem so God said I am against you and he said I will make you most desolate and you shall know that I am the Lord because you have had an ancient hatred and have shed the blood of the children of Israel by the power of the sword at the time of their calamity when their iniquity came to an end therefore as I live says the Lord God I will prepare you for blood and blood shall pursue you, since you have not hated blood, therefore blood shall pursue you. So, God said, you have had an ancient hatred. You've had a resentment. Leviticus 19.18 says, You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. But they had borne a grudge against their relatives. Israel. Now, Johanna Weaver said bitterness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And clearly, bitterness, resentment, it only ultimately hurts us if we don't get rid of it. God said, you have shed blood at the time of their calamity. Now, God had brought judgment against first Israel with the Assyrians and then Judah with the Babylonians. And as the Babylonians attacked Jerusalem, Edom was attacking from the south. And so they were trying to take advantage of the opportunity 
to hopefully, in their mind, gain the possession of Judah. And so God said, because you have shed blood, I will prepare you for blood. You know, there is this spiritual law of sowing and reaping that is just as sure as the law of gravity. Whatever a person or a nation sows, that they shall also reap. It's not karma. It is God's precise judgment directed according to his will. Jesus said that by the measure we judge others, it will be measured back to us. Thus, I will make Mount Seir most desolate and cut off from it the one who leaves and the one who returns. In other words, no one would escape. And I will fill its mountains with the slain on your hills and in your valleys and in all your ravines. Those who are slain by the sword shall fall. I will make you perpetually desolate and your cities shall be uninhabited. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So as we look at Mount Seir today, it is desolate. It's in modern Jordan and it is a desolate place. But God said, I will fill your mountains and ravines with your slain, and I will make you perpetually desolate. Because of their perpetual hatred, God would make them perpetually desolate. And Edom no longer exists as a people, and their rock city of Petra, which they were very proud of, is now merely an uninhabited tourist attraction. Because you have said these two nations and these two countries shall be mine and we will possess them, although the Lord was there. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord God, I will do according to your anger and according to the envy which you showed in your hatred against them. And I will make myself known among them when I judge you. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have heard all your blasphemies, which you have spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying they are desolate, they are given to us to consume. Thus with your mouth you have boasted against me and multiplied your words against me. I have heard them. So Edom was saying these two nations shall be mine, referring to both Israel and Judah, even though the Lord was there. God said, I was there. So the Lord was present there in Jerusalem in the temple. It was his land that he had given to Israel, and yet they had no concern about that. They were going to take it anyway. And so God says it was because of their anger, their envy, and their hatred, and that is a cursed combination, and yet one leads to the next. You become angry and then envious and then hateful. Uh, that's what had happened with Edom but they would be cursed as a result. God said, I've heard all of your blasphemies and you're boasting against me. You see, when they were saying that we're going to do this to the land, well, you know, God said, no, you're boasting against me. This is my land. Thus says the Lord God, the whole earth will rejoice when I make you desolate. As you rejoice because the inheritance of the house of Israel was desolate, so I will do to you, you shall be desolate, O Mount Seir, as well as all of Edom, all of it, and they shall know that I am the Lord. So the whole earth would rejoice when they would see that Edom was getting what was coming to them. And God said, then they shall know that I am the Lord. Now I think, of course, Edom would know that the Lord was God, but also his own people would know that he is God when they would see the Lord defending them and taking vengeance on 
her enemy. Now we come to Ezekiel 36, which is really complementary to this prophecy against Mount Seir. Now God is going to pronounce blessings on the mountains of Israel. And you, son of man, prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, because the enemy has said of you, Aha, the ancient heights have become our possession. Therefore prophesy and say, Thus says the Lord God, because they made you desolate and swallowed you up on every side so that you became the possession of the rest of the nations. And you are taken up by the lips of talkers and slandered by the people. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the mountains, the hills, the rivers, the valleys, the desolate wastes, and the cities that have been forsaken, which became plunder and mockery to the rest of the nations all around. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Surely I have spoken in my burning jealousy against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, who gave my land to themselves as a possession with wholehearted joy and spiteful minds in order to plunder its open country. Why does God direct this prophecy to the mountains of Israel? Well, I believe it was in contrast with Mount Seir of Edom. But also Israel was identified with her land, the mountains and the valleys and the rivers in which she dwelt. God said, because the nations swallowed you up, O mountains of Israel, and slandered you. Then I am speaking in my burning jealousy against those nations who took possession of you. God was like a jealous husband now, uh, coming to the aid of his bride. Therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel and say to the mountains, the hills, the rivers, and the valleys, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I have spoken in my jealousy and my fury because you have borne the shame of the nations. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I have raised my hand in an oath that surely the nations that are around you shall bear their own shame. Many people want to find fault with God for being a jealous God for his people, but understand also because God is a jealous God for his people, if we trust in the Lord, he will go after our enemies for us. He will protect us with his divine jealousy. And that's what he was doing here for his nation, Israel. But you, O mountains of Israel, you shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people, Israel, for they are about to come. For indeed, I am for you and I will turn to you and you shall be tilled and sown. Now, since the Zionist movement at the turn of the 20th century and the founding of the nation of Israel in 1948, God has been gathering his people into the land after they were without their homeland for nearly 1900 years. As the Jews have reclaimed this land through reforestation and irrigation, the former waste places are being transformed and Israel is now a great exporter of fruit throughout all of Europe. And so we are seeing God actually fulfill this before our very eyes. Verse 10, I will multiply men upon you, all the house of Israel, all of it, and the cities shall be inhabited and the ruins rebuilt. I will multiply upon you man and beast 
and they shall increase and bear young. I will make you inhabited as in former times and do better for you than at your beginnings. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Yes, I will cause men to walk on you. My people Israel, they shall take possession of you and you shall be their inheritance. No more shall you bereave them of children. Now, what we are seeing happening in Israel today is merely a foretaste of what will occur in the future during the millennial reign of Christ. Thus says the Lord God, because they say to you, you devour men and bereave your nation of children. Therefore, you shall devour men no more, nor bereave your nation any more, says the Lord God, nor will I let you hear the taunts of the nations anymore, nor bear the reproach of the peoples anymore, nor shall you cause your nation to stumble anymore, says the Lord God. So when God fully restores Israel in the future and Christ is reigning in Jerusalem, then no longer will the nation be bereaved of her children. God will establish his nation. Jesus Christ will be ruling on the throne of David in Jerusalem. The government will be upon his shoulder and of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Anti-Semitism will be a thing of the past. The mountains that God is speaking to here, which were formerly places of pagan worship, shall then be holy to the Lord. And that is something I am greatly looking forward to. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast and please leave us a review. It helps a lot. Tomorrow we will see where formerly God judged Israel for her violence and idolatry. But in the future, for his own name's sake, he will give her a new heart and restore her in the land. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible.